Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Uh, More backlash after the botched Love is Blind finale. And what contestants are saying now, does Love is Blind ruin participants' lives? Plus, Charlie Sheen is back. We'll get to both those stories here a little later. But first, let's begin this hour's E! News with Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. I saw this on social media yesterday, and I'm like, well, I knew this was coming. He loves to tell us to just, just keep living. So all you got to do, just keep on living. Just keep on living. So now he's going to tell us how. He's going to host a one-time online seminar called The Art of Living. It's happening Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 o'clock our time. And an Instagram video, it's even cooler than one of his Lincoln commercials. He says, you ever had a gut feeling that maybe you were meant for more, but you weren't really sure what the next best steps were to achieve it? Well, you came to the right place. Uh, I know. Keep in mind that your more does not have to mean money or things. It could also be love, joy, balance, trust, choice, whatever it is that you're seeking He is in very life. spiritual. Listen to all of that. I know it. Wow. No word on how long the event will last. It is free, though. And there will be some special guests, including Tony Robbins and more. And even though it's free, you do have to reserve a seat, which you can do at Art of Living Event. Are you going to go, Jen? I can't make it one uh, one o'clock on Monday. I have another appointment. Mm. But um, if if it's one of those that if you sign up, then you have access to it after it it's done. Like you could get a video link. Yeah, they do that a I lot. Think I would watch these it too. classes. I mean, I listened, read his book, I follow him on the Instagram. Yeah, and the guy seems to practice what he preaches. He totally I mean, he does. seems to have Absolutely. his stuff together. Yeah. So I would tend to be more open to listening to someone like him. I've, yeah. Uh, we gotta, We do have to take a quick break here, though. Uh, we got more on Charlie Sheen and Love is Blind and all this other stuff that's making headlines this morning. But we got to take a break. Denise Johnson is standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. 
You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Amazon Prime is rolling out a feature that will allow you to boost the dialogue in movies and TV shows so you can hear it over the background music and effects. Ooh. Yeah. In other news, apparently my dad got a job at Amazon. <laughs> Way to go, Dad. You, you, your dream came true. Hundreds of Southwest flights were grounded due to what the FAA described as equipment issues. Oh, you experienced that? The Southwest, I tell you, they spend so much time on the ground, they're basically a railroad now. Netflix announced that they are shutting down their DVD rental business. I, I miss Netflix DVDs. I love getting those. Are you still watching postcards in the mail? Well, Love is Blind may have ruined a lot of people Sunday night when the scheduled so-called live finale got delayed due to technical issues. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of former contestants are coming out saying the show actually ruined their lives. Yeah. In a new expose, they called Love is the, the show Love is Blind a traumatic experience saying they were expected to film 20-hour days for two weeks while producers limited their sleep as well as their food and water. I, I feel like this is not a new story when it comes to reality shows. No, especially, like, I feel like also having... Dating shows, you mean? Well, yeah. I feel like yeah. having watched Love is Blind that you know they put you in these pods for all day, all night. But I wonder... Just hours of dating. You know, Tim made the point in the video this morning that they probably didn't read the fine print, and that wouldn't surprise me. They're usually so eager to be celebrities. They usually don't. They're just mm -hmm. so happy to have the opportunity. But I wonder if in that fine print it goes into how much sleep, food, and water you won't be allowed. <laughs> you know, if they, if they break those details down, yeah. you know, that they're going to deny them, you know, the basic necessities. Uh, the sets were windowless, and the only time they saw sunshine was when they went to the bathroom in a trailer outside. Which is weird to me, too. Like, why wouldn't they have a restroom? I mean, if they're sleeping there and staying there, mm -hmm. why wouldn't they have some sort of living quarters with a restroom? Are they on a soundstage or are they in a they, house? They don't really show you exactly what it's like. Like, they show you how, what the pods look like with the hallway, and then there's an area that they call the lounge but that looks like a gigantic living room. I mean, it has workout equipment in there, yeah. a kitchen. It doesn't feel a like a room. house. It feels yeah. like it's like it was a constructed, an yes. elaborate constructed yes. set yes. on a soundstage. So soundstage, I don't think they typically have bathrooms. That's right. why they have. But it feels to me like they should they have something there. Bring their own bathroom, basically. Yeah, you'd think. Other than the trailer. Uh, many of the contestants who spoke chose to remain anonymous, but Danielle Rule from season two, she said she fainted probably from drinking while not getting enough sleep, food, or water. Uh, but she wasn't given medical attention. When she woke up, she was given a COVID test and forced to film a confessional. She says, I, I don't think I have felt myself since before filming. I'm, I'm still trying to refine who I am because it effed with me so much. She did have a lot of drama in her season. Did she? Yeah. I mean, she, like, 
really, really, she married Nick. Wasn't that his name? I can't remember. Mm. But like they ended up getting married and then they had like a whole reunion show after the fact. Like she definitely had a lot of PTSD just in general, I think from previous life experiences. Now, I I would like to think, uh, you would hope that they notice this clause, that if you leave early before this process is done, they penalize you $50,000. That is sick. But what if it's a dramatic exit and they, you know, they run away and jump over a fence? Like, yeah. <laughs> like the bachelor guy? Yeah. Like like if, what if they make it <laughs> that the exit is so fantastic, it's great television and it's worth it? They probably still send them you a end bill. Up being No, you end up being called back for the interview about it. Yeah. You know, like they, they managed to suck you right back in. So even if contestants realized how badly they were being treated, they couldn't leave unless they wanted to pay a $50,000 penalty. Well, and that's part of the the episode this time is that one one of the girls claims that she went to the producers and said, hey, I, I want to go. I'm not feeling this dude. I am done. And she's like, they pretty much begged me and told me I had to go to Mexico with him just to see it through. One woman says producers convinced her to stay even after she confessed to having suicidal thoughts. Danielle Rule married Nick Thompson on the show, but they later divorced. And uh, Nick is speaking out about it, too. He said that once taping ended, he had requested they provide marital counseling. You know, you you help facilitate this. Would you be willing to yeah. support us mm-hmm. uh, with marital counseling so that we, have, we actually have a shot at making it? Uh, he said, I literally begged for help, and we didn't get it. Like, I want to fix my marriage that you've thrust us into for profit, and it was nothing. Several contestants also complained about a general lack of mental health services. The show's producer, Kinetic Content, issued a statement saying, quote, the well-being of our participants is of paramount importance to Kinetic. Uh, We have rigorous protocols in place to care for each person during and after filming. No word yet from Netflix. Netflix, rather. On a related note, Six and a half million people watched that finale once they finally could. And that's pretty good for streaming, isn't it? Yeah. Heck and yeah. there's a petition to have Nick and Vanessa removed as hosts because Ooh. people kind of thought they sucked. They weren't uh, impressed with her line of questioning was part of the problem. Yeah, they uh, felt that she was very tribal and very divisive between the, uh, the men and the yeah. women, the contestants, and that... You know, she was very sort of defensive of their editing, too. Yeah. Well, and I like also... Because the things that were pre- presented out of sequence yes. was brought up, I guess. Well, they talk a lot... A lot of the contestants talk about the editing, just like the girl I was saying that asked if she could leave the show, and they said no. And then they edited it in a certain way to make her like a real villain, is what she's saying. Yeah. But the thing that I think Vanessa's getting the most heat about is she kept pressuring everyone for a baby. Like, when are when you going to have, have a, a love is like... Yeah. We need a love is blind baby. When are we getting the baby what's going on with the baby and she does talk way more than nick i mean just in general but does she talk over him and interrupt him all the time not usually but he will like i feel like he's really listening to what's happening and then trying to like form questions and i think she has like the question sheet and is supposed to be the one that's like moving it along does that make sense Mm -hmm. and so i feel like that's why she's so pushy sometimes 
is because she's got pushy move, for time. She has an she's agenda. She's got to move along yeah. the show. I don't know, but I did think it was a little icky that she kept talking about the baby, and even at one point she was like, "I keep pressuring him for baby number four. you know, and he's like, "No, it's not happening." Yeah. You did know? you feel that she was like going out of her way to be divisive to sort of stir the pot and cause trouble? So I don't know if it was to like stir the pot and cause trouble, but I felt like a lot. I feel like what she tries to do is have an attitude of like. You go, girl. We got this. Like, even though you were dumb, we are strong and we are this. And I feel like sometimes it's a little off-putting to the male contestants who are also just being honest. Like, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't going to marry her. Why yeah. would I Why would I go all the way through with these things? Right. You know, so I think it's I've tried like, to be honest about, you know, yeah. from the beginning. <laughs> and so I <laughs> feel like, want? yeah, so I feel like sometimes maybe because she's banding and joining you know, with the females and being like, it's fine. You got dumped. You can move on this, this, and this. It comes across negative to the men where maybe she should be a little more comes across impartial. as adversarial. Yes. And- well, and it's hard. Cause like, I feel like sometimes during second date update, that happens to me a lot where I'm like, screw this guy, get him off the phone. And it's like somewhat mean to him sometimes. Well, and if they feel like the deck is always going to be stacked against them, then they're not going to want to do the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or second date update. It'd be harder to get them on. I know yeah. you just want to be fair. And in all honesty, let, let the contestants or let the couple have it out. Yes. And I think that like Andy Cohen would be very good in that hosting role. He's used yeah, to he's, doing those reunion shows with people. He's good at being Switzerland. Yeah. So I think not that they should leave because it's all about love and them being a couple or whatever, but I think that he should do the reunion. But like as a host, you know, you brought up second date update. Like unless they say something really crappy or they brag about bad behavior, you know, then that I think I feel like that's different, but you always sort of want to like Give them a chance to both sides, yeah. yeah, share their story, right? Mm-hmm. Aren't Nick and Vanessa the producers, and they that they create that show? Isn't that well, their baby? I don't really. We're not exactly mm-hmm. sure about that. Maybe they get credit for it. I don't know, but they have kind of like producer credit, as in well, a little extra money in the check, also, yeah, probably. But they also <laughs> have kind of scaled back part of their role. Like in the beginning, I feel like they were going into the pods, they were talking to not pods, or they would go to the lounges and they would talk to the people, and now it's like they kind of show up less. But the reunion show is where they really get to, like, talk yeah. to them, showcase. Involve themselves. Involve themselves. Like, they go to Mexico with them, and they do the exercises. I would really love to see, you know, what kind of psychological evaluation they put everyone through Same. before. Sure I want to know the questions Same. that are being asked. I want to know just how deep are you delving into this person's stability before you yes. go and put them into this situation. They're purposefully probably trying to find them. I had a buddy Somebody of mine. Somebody that's just a little bit yeah. loose. A, a, a friend bit. of mine wanted to be on Real World and he applied and he went through three rounds of interviews and talked to so many psychologists and mm-hmm. took so many personality tests and put all these situations in front of them. And they basically said, you are not crazy enough. Wow. You are, you are too, too stable. Uh, Even though you're nuts, Yeah, you're not nuts enough. And that was wow. kind of, it was the Toronto one that he applied for. And, and you know this person and you would mm-hmm. he wasn't, uh, it was characterize a, him as No, I would. There. I would say he's a nut. Yeah, <laughs> like you'd he, say he, he, he would probably be enough for TV. He would have been great on Real World, enough. but 
Yeah. It was just interesting when he was like, yeah, I talked to three rounds of psychologists and I took all of these personality tests. So they, they were looking for they, that yeah, stuff. They, they were looking I for somebody just a little bit. Not nutty enough. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? Wow. You haven't seen me drinking brown liquors yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing. They should probably do some do of the test. interviews while they're drunk. Yeah, to see what happens, yes. what they what they're like when they're under the under the influence, and on television, like yeah. just roll tape the whole time. Yeah. Ugh. All right, Charlie Sheen. It's been a while. Where's he been? What's he been doing? Hard to believe. Winning. It's you know <laughs> that was a little over a decade ago yeah. when he had that meltdown, and he's going to be working with Chuck Lorre again. Really? Really? No way. I know. I thought that bridge was burned. Way burned, totally. right? To read, to just to refresh, Chuck is the creator of Two and a Half Men, and the two of them had a massive falling out when Charlie went on his winning streak. It led to Chuck, <laughs> it led to Chuck firing him and replacing him with Ashton Kutcher. Not to mention a ton of bad blood and verbal sniping back and forth. On the season finale in 2015, Chuck ended the series by having Charlie's character return, played by a stand-in, only to be killed by a falling piano. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, after all this chaos, Charlie is joining the cast of Chuck's Max comedy, How to Be a Bookie. Hmm. It's, a, it's starring comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, great. And it's just a recurring role at this point. Now, we haven't heard from either Charlie or Chuck yet on how they got to the point where they could actually work together again, but it does appear that they are there. That's crazy. Wow. I yeah, can't right? wait to see what he looks like now, too. You know, we Charlie. haven't seen him in so long. He's probably not making two and a half men money, but it's a job. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how his health is, too. Well, he's got that tiger's blood. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So, but the, I, I mean, the last I, I can remember for a while there, I don't know if he's still, you know, what he, what he looks like now, but for a while there, he was so thin and he just didn't, did not look well. Well, that's when he was stopping by the Reds games. Remember, he would just—he loves the Reds, and he would just pop into Cincinnati. Wow. Well, uh, well, so you heard Netflix is shutting down its DVD by mail business in September after 25 years, which blew me away because I thought they did away with that years ago. The but same. I guess people, mm. yeah, were still getting their DVDs in the mail. I had no idea that time. was still a thing. Yeah. Yeah, let's go back in time to when they introduced the idea. And over a pretty short amount of time, drove Blockbuster Video. Remember that? Remember that? The famous blue and yellow sign? Didn't Blockbuster have the opportunity to purchase Netflix DVD thing like a long time ago? And they were like, yes, nah, they did. we don't want that. Oh, really? They, I think so. Absolutely. That's a true statement. Yeah. Yes, that absolutely happened. For $50 million, they could have had Netflix. They're kicking themselves It's in a that. documentary. Yeah, I know I saw it somewhere. Hmm. There's, a, there's a documentary on YouTube. It's free to watch. It's called Netflix versus the World. And it includes the story about how Blockbuster had the chance to buy Netflix for $50 million. But the CEO at the time, uh, John Antiaco deemed Netflix a niche business and said the dot-com hysteria was completely overblown. What? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So, Man, I wonder how he feels now. <laughs> so we're going back like 25 years here to when they introduced the idea of, of a DVD by mail business, which uh, 
I was actually a subscriber of the Blockbuster DVD by mail business just because I already had a Blockbuster membership. So just out of convenience, I sure. just segged over to the DVD by mail. But then, then Netflix came around and I just I had no reason to switch until Blockbuster went out of business. There's a better way to rent movies. As many as you want for just 20 bucks a month and no late fees. Go to Netflix.com. Make a list of the movies you want to see. And in about one business day, you'll get three DVDs. Keep them as long as you want without late fees. Then when you're done, look, prepaid envelopes. Return one and they'll send you another movie from your list. It's easy. Netflix. All the movies you want, 20 bucks a month and no late fees. Yeah, it didn't take long for even though Blockbuster wouldn't buy Netflix, it didn't take them long to kind of follow yeah. Netflix's um, path, and it was super convenient. Have we had any updates on the Netflix password situation? Oh yeah, they're cr- they're cracking down on that. So I guess like their first quarter earnings was disappointing. Oh, subscribership time, time, time to work on that. Subscribership was <laughs> uh, lower than they had expected, but they think that by cracking down on the passwords, that's going to help. Well, I'll tell you what I noticed is, like, I went over to my mom's house, and I wanted to sign into my Netflix over there, but I have diff- the different profiles. It wouldn't let me go into any other profile other than my own. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. That's so weird. I don't know if they've, sh- I don't know how that works. Hmm. Why is that doing that? Mm-hmm. That none of the other profiles. It's supposed to happen at the end of the month, Jeff, where they're like full blown, like you cannot share anymore at all. Yeah. They're calling it uh, their paid sharing plan. They're phasing in their paid sharing plan in the coming weeks, which is sort of a less aggressive way to say they're cracking down on password sharing. Maybe with all this love is blind and people talking about Netflix, maybe they're getting some more subscribers just by, like, wondering what the heck is happening. Well, they tried the paid sharing plan in other countries before bringing it to the U.S., and they they seem pretty pleased with the results. So it's obviously working elsewhere. Hmm. Well, this is kind of funny that have you guys ever watched movies on TV and you find it really hard just to hear the dialogue? Sometimes. Just the, di- you know, like and the you music's it, really loud, you, but the yeah, talking's not. Yeah, because of everything else. Yeah. You know, I, there's a lot of people, The sound too. effects are louder than the dialogue A lot of times, right. Or the music. And yeah, it's, you know, a sensory processing thing, and a lot of people have sensory processing issues. And I have that issue. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is kind of fun, because Amazon is rolling out a new streaming feature called Dialogue Boost that lets you increase the volume on the dialogue only. Love it. Isn't that great? Yes. So, for right now, it's only available on a few Amazon originals like Jack Ryan, but they're promising to add to more content. So, if you want to try it out, it's in the audio and subtitles drop-down menu labeled English Dialogue Boost Medium and English Dialogue Boost High. Yeah, I mean, I've actually had to watch shows with subtitles and the volume up because I was having difficulty, you know, I I can hear it, I just can't. Discriminate, yeah. Right. It, it it gets it all kind of muddies together. And heaven forbid they have any kind of an accent. Then then I definitely oh need yeah. Subtitles. <laughs> and if they talk fast with an accent, oh forget big about trouble. It. Yeah. Like the crown, I was like that with the crown. When I was I, like that it, with the crown, and I was like yeah. that with uh, Downton Abbey. Oh yeah, the crown was for when it first started. They would speak so quick. I'm like, I gotta. I gotta yeah. turn these on so I can read what's happening. Dairy Girls. Yeah. yeah. You ever watch that show? What is it? Dairy oh, Girls. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. really it's an Irish show. Uh, Northern so. Ireland. Yeah. Mm. All right, guys, that's your latest E-News. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see Chelsea Handler Saturday, December 2nd at the Taft Theater. 
But first, let's check the roads once again. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.